What's up, Eagle Hackers? Welcome to the show. This is C.S. Joseph Podcast, and I'm your host, C.S. Joseph. And yes, today's question is, how can an ESTP woman find happiness? I mean, is that a thing in Western society? Really? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Yeah, ESTP women have it like super mega hard, Uh, very hard. Uh, A lot of people don't realize just how hard they have it, but Given that they are an ESTP, which is the most masculine of the 16 types, uh, even though they're in uh, probably the most feminine uh, temple uh, in terms of their temple, which is the soul temple that worships at the feet of extroverted intuition, which is the most feminine cognitive function, uh, in, in, in my opinion. And uh, at least feminine uh, perception function, because it is the perception function that's the closest to the yin, basically. So like a yin and yang equilibrium, it is the yin, so it's a very feminine uh, function as a result. But uh, ESTP women are the most masculine of all of the women out there, and in Western society, it really sucks to be them. And especially if they are subconscious developed, so they are closer to the objectification aspiration pull uh, from their temporal wheel or their temple pyramid, uh, as we do call it uh, in the journeyman members area. If you want to become a journeyman member, go to csjoseph.life forward slash members, and you can become a journeyman there. You get access to uh, many, many seasons of premium lectures behind our paywall, as well as uh, two years of season 18, which is our live lectures, as well as... Uh, years of our cutting edge podcast which is one episode a month i do 12 cutting edge episodes a year uh for one to two hours uh, each and uh they, we just keep going and we talk about the cutting edge uh, things that are happening uh with uh the science uh, today which is which is pretty dope uh, so yeah, you might want, uh, plus there's like discounts for coaching as well. So check that out, become a journeyman member and uh, you can gain all those benefits. So yeah, uh, ESP women have it really hard because they are super masculine and because of their cognitive origin of intimacy and connectedness, they need intimacy, they need to feel connected to other people. Uh, ESTP women, uh, out of all of the 16 types, struggle with jealousy the most. Jealousy is defined by wanting what other people have, or basically saying to other people, especially other women, saying she doesn't deserve that because she doesn't perform as well as I do. That's basically how the deadly sin of lust actually manifests within an ESTP woman. It's also why ESTP women, in as much as INFJ women, have the highest body counts uh, sexually out of all of humanity, basically. Uh, unless, of course, uh, they're really uh, close to their living virtue of chastity, then they end up having the lowest. But that's extremely rare, especially in Western society. It's kind of interesting. Like, I've had an ESTP woman recently tell me, uh, she's like, Chase, you know, honestly, like, I do have a really high body count, and it's definitely something I'm ashamed of. But honestly, no one even told me that a woman's value is tacked on to uh, how many men she's had sex with. Uh, And she's like, no one ever told me that was a problem. No one ever told me that my value would go down uh, if I had sex with more men in my life. I I had no idea that that was a thing, you know, as a woman. And, 
you know, if you guys want to like figure out why that is, you might want to read the Rationale books by Rolo Tomasi or or just listen to the Fresh and Fit podcast or basically like like it, it's obvious, you know, uh, women end up, uh, you know, having a lot more emotional baggage and uh, end up comparing sexual performance between men and their mind. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. Plus, you know, the house will have the statistic that if a woman has uh, three or more partners, uh, sexual partners in her life, she is 80% more likely to end up uh, divorcing you as a man. And so it really, really especially sucks for ESTP and INFJ women, especially, but most of all, ESTP women in Western society, because that TI parent, they're lacking in input. If no one ever told them, they think it's okay because uh, an ESTP's FI trickster ends up making judgments on terms of what is okay and what is acceptable based on like, well, everyone else is doing it, so it must be okay. They often utilize that as their like number one excuse in life to, to actually get through life, um, which is really frustrating. And, you know, and ESTPs like in general, just they all have this thing. It's like, well, if other people doing it, then it's okay for me to do it. If you're doing it, it's okay for you. It's that Templar mirror that they use sometimes. They use it maliciously. Where they're like, hey, uh, you know, your bad behavior means I'm excused. I get justification to uh, behave poorly myself, which is completely wrong and bullshit and not really how they should conduct their humanity at all. And ESTPs already feel soulless, basically. And that, that can uh, become a serious problem. And, you know, ESTP women also end up becoming conditioned by societal programming to, you know, be that strong, independent woman who don't need no man. They end up being sucked into being like career women. And uh, as a result, uh, they're also super hyper masculine out of all the 16 types, which means they kind of entirely lack femininity. And as a result, they're just not really attractive to men especially men in Western society. They're just not really attractive to men at all. I mean, men will absolutely have sex with them, but literally an ESTP woman, by most usual accounts, they're nothing more than, than you know, F buddies or, um, or uh, just pump and dumps. Literally, they're just, they're, they're the woman that, you know, that they, they look strong, they're super masculine, but in, in, they might look like dykes, but like at the end of the day, it's, it's so easy uh, you know, to get with them if you just develop a little bit of rapport with them or if you, um, or, uh, or if you have some familiarity with them and you keep having positive reactions around them. You just react positively to things they do, even the little things uh, in as much as the big things. And that ESTP woman will just, it'll just spark desire in her NI inferior and then she'll just choose you. She'll just want you and then that's it. And then it just makes it super easy to just pump her and dump her and then just move on because you and I both know that as men in Western society, there's no way in hell that, you know, in general, a man is going to wife up that. There's no way in hell a man's ever going to desire to actually um, start a family with that, that uh, not very feminine woman who's basically incapable of submitting, who's incapable of listening, right? Uh, who is very inconsiderate and constantly makes decisions based on fear uh, and, you know, fear of missing out. It's why uh, ESTPs, especially ESTP women, have a serious spending problem usually. They're usually very terrible with their finances because they're so easily um, uh, influenced by marketing and propaganda and to take advantage of their fear of missing out. They're like huge FOMO people. you got to watch out for that. And... Uh, 
that could that could be that could be a serious problem. And you know, and ESTP women like they they struggle with severe loneliness, and um, and it sucks. It really really sucks to be them. It, it really sucks because they 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 already don't listen to people and they especially don't listen to fellow women who are trying to give them advice. You know, it's hard for the mature feminine to be, you know, something that an extremely masculine woman would ever listen to. And it just ends up happening. And then as a result, ESTP women just not only are they already ratchet by default, but they stay ratchet because they can't humble themselves enough to actually be willing to listen. And, you know, yeah, TI parent, they have TI parent, and they're always trying to be correct and always being, uh, you know, right about things. And guess what? Yeah, they are context by context or situation by situation. And only within recent situations or situations broken down into specific moments in time. Uh, but in terms of are they right over their grand narrative of their entire life? No. And uh, they make consistent mistakes and they often they often forget their own mistakes. And because they don't keep track of their own failures, they don't keep track of their own uh, mistakes, guess what? They are doomed to repeat them over and over and over, which continues to alienate them from people closest to them in their life, which means they end up becoming the loneliness of us all. You know, as much as ENTJ women or INTJ women or even ISTP women also really, really struggle with loneliness, the path of the ESTP woman is not a path that I would ever envy. It's also not a path that anyone should really ever actually be jealous of because they have it rough. They have it the absolute hardest uh, out of everyone on this planet. And you know, anytime you see an ESTP woman who is actually not a single mother or, or is a mother or who is actually a mother and who is also married and they stay married, that is a miracle. It is absolutely a miracle because statistically, they're likely to become a single mom or not even a mom at all and just become an old maid that no one wants to be around because of how alienating they are. And then their SI nemesis ends up becoming bitter as a result of those negative experiences that they themselves caused, even though they wouldn't ever really take responsibility for that. And all they want is absolution for it, but they caused it. And then, uh, and then that bitterness will grow, making them even more undesirable. And so as a result, the ESTP woman's demon function ends up staying a demon instead of actually having the opportunity to become angelic. When what they need to do in order to even remotely have an opportunity uh, at happiness is that they need to change their demon function into an angel. That's what they do. The only way to do that is that that would mean that they would actually have to stop going after the low-hanging fruit in life and also stop avoiding pain in their life and actually put in some effort every single day constantly and prove to everyone else that they are actually strong instead of just looking strong because that's what ESTPs love to do. They love to look strong instead of actually being strong. Everyone is so intimidated and so threatened by the ENT, the ESTP, but the ESTP is actually like one of the biggest pussies out of, out of all of the 16 types, let's be honest. Um, but they have to be putting in more effort uh, instead of doing, going for the low-hanging fruit and as a result, that would make them more desirable. Their demon function is trying to teach the ESTP to become more desirable. And that is the key for to an ESTP woman to find happiness, which means she would have to humble herself to actually know how to dress herself, to actually know how to put on her makeup. Um, you know, I... Um, 
you know, I, I've shared a bunch of memories, you know, uh, you know, from my relationship with Railgun. She's an ESC woman, and the struggles that she d- has to deal with on a constant basis, the judgment levied against her by her own family over her lack of femininity is just—it's constant. It's never ending. Uh, she has to put up with that crap all the time. You know, and, and I remember even her telling me one day, you know, ST, STJs in my life would just tell me how to dress instead of, you know, you, Chase, challenging me and uh, challenging, me to, challenging me to actually be creative and then, you know, and not telling me, like, what you expect. Because, like, you know, for example, like, I'm the kind of man that likes to, you know, know that my woman has enough skill to actually dress herself properly and impress me with her dress on her own without me having to direct her, you know, through that throughout that entire process, you know. But, you know, ESCP women, they like to be told by their STJs, for example, because they're highly compatible STJs, they're Golden Perrys and ISTJ, they like to be told by their STJs exactly what to wear and when. So that way they don't have to deal with the performance anxiety that they naturally have when they're within their INFJ subconscious, right? And when you tell them, hey, you need to actually, you know, be creative and do it on their own, it really brings out the expert sensing inferior energy from their INFJ subconscious, which then, and then that creates fear. And then that fear ends up to a self-fulfilling prophecy of failure eventually. And then they accuse you of being, of setting them up for failure when in reality, you're actually just challenging them to grow, right? So, so that's, that's just, that's just one example, you know, and, and she's, she's really grown through that and she's really, uh, become a much, uh, a much better person, a much better, uh, woman in her life as a result, you know, and, uh, instead of just, you know, being everywhere in her life in a, a jumpsuit or dressed in gym clothes, 100% of the time, uh, she actually has, you know, Freddie wear, uh, pants and awesome denim or, uh, really amazing tops, crop tops, etc. She's slimmed down uh, heavily uh, with her weight. Uh, and, and, and she's excellent, you know, especially with like, you know, her, her aesthetics and her dress. And, and it's really, she's, she seeks out her femininity and she realized that she's gained more power in her life. She has gained more acceptance in her life and she feels more connected to people and more intimate with people in her life, specifically because she has invested her effort, not on the low hanging fruit, but on the things that would make her more desirable, right? And another thing about ESTPs is that they are, like I, you know, I say that they're pussies, but it's because they, they're constantly avoiding pain. They're extremely avoidant of pain. They often don't actually face pain head on. And oftentimes they, they constantly need to have something to tack their identity onto, like some kind of label. Um, you know, it's like, hey, you know, it, it's like it's not like you're watching that amazing anime called Great Teacher Onizuka. And Onizuka is an ESTP. And in the story, like his entire identity is tacked on the fact that he's a teacher. But then when he gets fired from his job of being a teacher, he gets in this huge depressive funk until he gets a job as a truck driver. And then uh, he becomes GDO, Great Driver Onizuka, until his students fought for him and he actually ended up getting his teaching job back. And then he became GTO again, Great Teacher Onizuka right and you know railgun right now is um is a gbr great bartender uh railgun you know so it's they they always have to have some their their identity is tacked onto some label that shows or demonstrates their usefulness right 
And if they lose that label, they just completely break down because it's like, oh, I'm not useful anymore. What's the point in existing? And why ESTPs, especially ESTP women who run from pain way more than ESTP men do, uh, ESTP women need to realize that the only way they're really going to truly have an identity and stop rejecting themselves is if they actually face the pain in their life and face it head on and are actually willing to admit audibly that they are hurting. Usually... Um, Usually Soul Temple avoids pain by just not talking about it. And they always seem to bury that pain everywhere they go uh, instead of actually talking about it. And if they don't talk about it, they can just you know pretend that it doesn't even exist so that they don't have to feel that pain anymore. But then eventually that pain will fester and it will lead to an insane amount of bitterness, especially the introverted sensing nemesis. And they will start judging the people that they are closest to and holding the people that they are closest to, even though they are innocent, but they will treat them as if they are guilty. It, it's it's really it's really really frustrating how that happens, you know, uh, you know. And I I've even witnessed that um, I've witnessed that um, with like my, my ESTP cousin actually, and she she married my ISFJ uh, friend, and I remember her accusing him all the time of cheating on her all the time. And then, uh, and I don't know if he ever did, but like usually when someone accuses somebody of cheating, you know, if they're going to do the time, they may as well do the crime, you know, and it creates, again, it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that sucks. It really, really sucks. And um, as a result, you know, ESTP women, you know, given all these problems that they have to face, they end up making decisions based on fear, which leads to those self-fulfilling prophecies. They end up making decisions based on guilt, which is funny because hypocritically they call everyone else out for being a burden and for you know being overly obligated to other people because then you know you're going to drag me down with you because you're obligated to that person but then they end up allowing themselves to be obligated through their guilt and then they themselves become the burden and they're constantly projecting themselves onto other people because of how external they are and it's because they're they're having that internal soul temple struggle with identity right so Here's the thing though, like how, how do they find happiness? Well, they have to practice femininity. They have to, like, for example, if they're in a relationship with a man, they have to actually get to the point where they trust their man enough to lead and take the reins. And every ESTP woman who has had a breakup or has had a divorce or is a single mom or is alone right now, it's all because she did not trust her man enough to take the reins and to let him lead. It's because she did not let him lead. It's because she did not submit. That's literally, that is literally the main reason. And uh, and the reason why she didn't submit is because she's not willing to face her pain. She's not willing to take on that role because uh, she's just been so used and abused throughout her life because men just see her as just this pump and dump instead of like actually a human being. And no man in her life has actually treated her like a human being. So as a result of that, she ends up assuming that all men behave that way. And then when they actually do get into serious relationships, especially relationships where they have children with these men, they end up judging those men the same as all the other men that, that use them and then punishing the father of their children uh, in the same way that she would punish all the men that have ever you know taken advantage of her or basically pump and dumped her and abandoned her that entire time which is really sad. And that's usually because she's not willing to face her own pain and actually talk about her pain because that would mean that she would have to admit that that pain is real and then upon doing so be forced to actually do something about it for once. Uh, because then she'd just worry about being lazy, you know, as a result. 
so that really sucks, you know, so she has to learn how to let him lead, you know, and that's an example of putting her effort in the right place, you know, because again, the answer to this question, how can an ESTP woman find happiness? The answer really actually is she needs to learn how to become desirable. And she actually has to learn how to give other people's choices and freedom. And she has to learn how to use her own freedom of choice in order to create freedom for other people. That's what she has to do. You know, it's so interesting because like, um, or, uh, I'll, I'll actually share an example of that, uh, you know, from my relationship with Railgun real quick. But, um, but yeah, guys, don't forget, like I got a new course coming out, Ego Hacking by Text. It's going to be available very soon uh, for pre-order. I believe pre-order will be half price of the actual thing. So you want to get on it before it's launch day. And on launch day, it's going to be full price. So you're going to want to get your pre-order in. Uh, we're going to be making everyone uh, aware of that. And on our email list, also uh, on Discord and in the Facebook group, make sure you're getting in on it so you guys can get a half price on it now. And uh, what the course does is it teaches you how to type people by text messages or any text-based medium, as well as how to ego hack or social engineer them as well. So this will be uh, some really really nice social engineering content. We haven't done social engineering content in a very, very long time. The last time was season 21, which is years ago, very, very long time ago. Uh, so I'm very happy to have this opportunity uh, to present to you Ego Hacking by Text, and it should be available for sale uh, at the end of this month around Black Friday. And then also we'll be taking pre-orders up until then. So it is coming out very soon. Look for the link. It will be added to our link tree, and it will also be... Uh, you know, sent out if you are a member of the community. So just watch out for uh, that link so you get it uh, while you still can. It's gonna be a, a fantastic and very fun course. So, so uh, you know, the example, the example I would state, you know, from my relationship with Railgun is that she's looking for, she's looking for connectedness and, and intimacy. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I've noticed is that like, between her and also like my two ESTP cousins, they all have this thing about dependence, right? Where they utilize dependence as a form of security. And you know, women women very much care about security and ESTP women especially. And so for example, uh, you know, their golden pair is ISTJ uh, men and ISTJ men are, when it comes to the, uh, you know, when it comes to their intimate relationships, they're perfectly fine with being, quote, dependent on their woman, per se. But, uh, but when it comes to, uh, you know, like, 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 for example, for myself, I'm like super pragmatic, I am mega independent, and I'm probably a more pragmatic variant of ENTP, because I am an unconscious developed, unconscious focused ENTP. So my INTJ and my ESFP and my ENTP sides of my mind are much stronger than my ISFJ subconscious side of my mind. And my ISFJ subconscious is affiliated while the other three which are stronger are actually uh, pragmatic. So it's kind of like I'm almost a triple pragmatic ENTP, which makes me hyper independent. And what this does is this, this ends up scaring Railgun. It scares her a lot because uh, I'm not dependent on her. Because if I'm dependent on her, that means, oh, you know, I'm never going to lose him. Or that means, or, oh, uh, you know, he's, he's you know, uh, he's, he's dependent on me, which means that uh, concretely he's always going to stay with me or I will always have his attention whenever I want because uh, he's always going to come to me for this thing that he is dependent on me from. And that's how ESTP women typically, uh, you know, you know, um, 
gain security is by going out of the way to make their men dependent upon them. The problem is, though, is that that is the complete opposite of letting your man lead. It is also the complete opposite of submission because how can you submit to someone? How can you allow someone to lead you if you are utilizing dependence as a form of security? If you actually think about it, your you as an ESTP woman is sabotaging your relationship by default by using the dependence thing. And that dependence tactic is a very masculine thing. Because if you were an ESTP man, yeah, sure, he'd make his SJ woman you know, very dependent on him. And guess what? She probably would be happy to do so. And it's okay because that's a woman. And it's no, there's no problem with a woman being dependent on a man. No one has a problem with that. But guess what? With an ESCP woman who's hyper-masculine, there is a problem with that because it doesn't make any sense for a man to be dependent on a woman because then all of a sudden the ESCP woman is just basically like his mom. And as much as they cry about not having that dependence, which causes them to basically be, you know, that their their mother, like it would be like Railgun being my mother, basically. And then how could she ever be like even sexually attracted to me or even attracted to me at all if that's the case? So then she complains about me not being dependent on her and being too independent, basically. But then at the same time, she also can't disagree with the fact that, you know, because I'm so independent, that's what ultimately makes me attractive. And this comes from the book Mating in Captivity, you know, talking about how, uh, you know, absence makes a heart grow fonder without uh, sexual tension. And sexual tension comes from space, basically, uh, you know, because closeness destroys sexual tension. It destroys sexual attraction. So your ESTP woman guys out there will try to use this dependence tactic on you. Just just refuse. Just be like, no. And then she'll be she'll feel really insecure. But hey, you know, at least the, the, the quality of sex will go up as a result because then you have a lot higher amount of uh, sexual tension within your relationship. And that's super important. Make sure you're doing that. But again, like if, if she's trying to use that dependence uh, tactic on you, well, then how is she ever going to be able to submit to you? How is she ever going to let you lead? Because if she doesn't submit and she doesn't let you lead, you're not really going to be interested in having a relationship with her to begin with because she's going to become undesirable to you as a man. And I don't care what type of man you are. Ultimately, she will become undesirable. And then it's more likely that you'll end up splitting up and you have children and then it leads to fatherlessness, which is even worse. And then she will have literally, through self-fulfilling prophecy, created that which she is trying to run from the most in life, which is loneliness. Because every ESTP woman is more afraid of loneliness than ever. But because of that fear of loneliness, she is forcing dependence on her by part of her man. Going out of her way to force dependence whenever possible. And then claims that that dependence is what makes her feel intimate and connected. A.K.A. her cognitive origin towards her man. But that too is actually a lie. She doesn't understand that. She has to understand that the reality of the situation is, is that... What makes her desirable, which is what will allow her to feel connected and intimate with you, her man, she needs to learn how to let you lead and how to submit to you and to trust you implicitly. She has to reverse her dependence tactic so that she allows herself to be 100% dependent upon you, her man. And that is how she feels connected to you. And that is a source of intimacy that she has with you. And that becomes a source of her security in you, in her relationship. And that, folks, is exactly how an ESTP woman can find happiness. 
Thank you for watching and listening to this episode, and I will see you guys on the next one. Enjoy!